Welcome to the ninth Phantom Canyon Production Journal. I am Jeffrey Bridges, executive producer of Pendant Productions and co-creator and co-writer of Phantom Canyon. And I am joined by... Susan Bridges, also co-creator and co-writer and co-many other things for Pendant, yes. Yes, and this evening we are joined by Marty Brengel, who plays Edwin's mother. Welcome! Hi, guys! So, um, let's talk a bit about... Uh, Edwin's mother, in as much as we can, without, you know, giving things away. Uh, I too like much. how you like you know. You like know the, the audience things. knows. They don't <laughs> oh, know. Okay. Well, they know we can't spoil <laughs> the story or don't want to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Edwin's mother. Um. It's, I I was interested in trying out for this and auditioning for it because uh, it was one of the, the first roles I've seen that really called for an older person. And I don't mean that as a criticism of Pendant. Uh, it's just that most of the roles are for younger people. And I saw this and I said, "Woo, I can do that. So I sent in my audition and they picked me. And I was really thrilled. Um, it, it, I didn't know much about Edwin's mother when I, I mean, all I had was the, the few lines that I did for the audition. But even right. those sounded interesting. So here I am. Yeah, she has, um, I guess she's, she's very devout, I think we can say. Yeah. She's yeah, a very that's... spiritual lady. Yes, absolutely. A real believer. And yeah. I think Edwin, you know, you don't get the feeling like they have a bad relationship or anything, but... No. No, Edwin clearly loves his mother. Yes, um, very much. He listens to her and, and he really wants her uh, to help him, is her input on everything. So yeah, they have a very close relationship. But I'm, I'm sure not everyone agrees that the, the very devout nature of her character is very, you know, a good thing. Edwin obviously is is kind of almost blinded by it. Well, it depends on how you look at it and interpret things, too. You know, it's so it's, you know, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, she does she does speak about spiritual things and and believes and beliefs and things like that. So yeah, I would I would say, well, like everybody, her beliefs are uh, very important to her own life, and she, that's the the basis on which she is speaking to Edwin uh, throughout the show. So, yeah, I, I, th I thought that was a, a, a good thing to play up as well. And, and you get the feeling that she taught Edwin a lot about these things and it's very familiar to him. And mm -hmm. even though he even though Edwin doesn't come across like as a devoutly religious person, like this is just part of his history and part of his background. And it seems yeah. like he very naturally like yeah. it, it, you get that feeling where you know how like you're you're your own person, but then when you get back with your parents, suddenly <laughs> like you fall back into that like pattern of behavior yeah. almost. Well, he's he's used to doing what his mom tells him to do, and I don't I don't think he has any problem with that. It's just part of his life, right? So he does do what she tells him to do for the most part. Sounds jet engine-y over by you right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we live in the blast path from the airport and, and uh, the uh, local police department and their helicopters. Uh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't seal off the room to make it <laughs> Have you done anything like Westerns before or even audio drama? You said this was like the, the first role you got to do with us. Have you, have you done any acting of that sort before? No, I did do voiceovers for quite a while um, years ago. 
um, there was a local production company. We lived in Wichita that hired me to do a lot of uh, voiceovers for um, uh, tra- travelogues and informational, kind of like infomercials back in the day. And uh, Wow. I, yeah, I spent a lot of time doing that. And uh, I was a disc jockey for a while um, and a classical music announcer when I was in college. But as far as actually doing any acting, no, I haven't. This is it. This is my number one debut. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did um, uh, stage acting before, though, right? I did, yes. I, not very much of it. I, I, the last play I was in was in college. Uh, so that, that was a while ago. um, It was a really bizarre modernist, I can't even remember the name of it now, but it was one of those sort of avant-garde kind of productions. And I think after that, I didn't really, that was was good. I didn't want to do any (laughs) more. Well, this uh, this audio drama acting, the way we do it, it, it's much better, right? You can do it, you know, as many times as you want and no one knows about all your mess ups. That's what I like. Oh yeah, I, I del- probably deleted more more lines than I actually recorded, but it's cool because you can you can do it over and over and over until you think you've got something that works. So I really enjoyed that part of it. Um, I, I even bought a new microphone. I said, "Oh, I need a new microphone because I'm doing <laughs> professional stuff now." So I got a, a snowball, like ah, you can say. Very good. But the problem is the way my desk is set up. I had no real good place to put it where it didn't pick up a lot of room noise or sound muffled. So I've got this interesting arrangement where I have a a little wicker chair that uh, one of my daughter's dolls used to sit in, and I put the chair between my keyboard and the shelf and put the the microphone on the chair. It has its own throne. And into it, and it works. (laughs) It's bizarre looking, but it works. (laughs) That is excellent. It's always a good thing to have a good reason to buy new new equipment, I think. (laughs) Especially when you have a uh, a nice throne to set it on. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's one of those chairs. It's a miniature of the chair that Morticia Adams used to sit in. One of those high-backed Indian wicker chairs. So wow. it, it, it that's perfect it. for a horror western. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so, um, have you had any experience with westerns before, other than like you know watching them arrive? Well, I guess you didn't do a lot of acting. Well, even that, if you were a fan of them or. Oh, I, I watched every Western that came down the tubes in the 50s and 60s. I mean, seriously, there was, there was very few of them that I didn't I haven't seen. I even wow. even the really obscure ones like Ringo and Yancey Derringer. And uh, one of my conflicts was my dad was uh, on Saturday night. He wanted to watch the fights and I wanted to watch Have Gun Will Travel. And uh, guess who won most of the time? And it's kind of funny because I told my mom about that several years ago. And your father never watched the fights. He wouldn't watch the fights. And I said, yeah, mom, I missed out on a lot of Paladin because dad wanted to watch the fights. <laughs> um, but I, even the more modern ones, I watch things like Stony Burke and Wide Country and uh, just anything, anything Western. Boy, oh boy, I loved it. So this was cool. I get to play in a, a, a unique Western environment. It, it is a unique Western environment, I would say. Yeah, it's not... It's not quite like your your typical westerns what with the horror element thrown in and all yeah that. yeah i don't think i've watched or heard any horror westerns before yeah you know that's that's something that intrigued us about it when we were coming up with the idea we're like there's i can't think of anything that's out there that's kind of like this and so yeah. it's really different so yeah yeah once again pendant scores <laughs> well we try you know yeah. so uh was there anything about um the role that uh you found particularly challenging or gratifying or 
Or as our, our co-creator also likes to know, if there were any uh, physical mishaps that happened during recording, he's big on, <laughs> he's big on, on those. So. Well, other than the neighbor's grandson screaming his head off in the background, not nothing physical. But um, <laughs> We lived in Kansas for quite a while, and I found that people in Kansas, western Kansas, Colorado, things like that, some of them talk with an accent that's very close to the Texas, Oklahoma accent. And it's kind of it's nasal. And um, it's kind of harsh, and it's not something I choose to listen to, although I did share an office with a lady from Oklahoma for a year, and this is the way she talked. So I thought I wanted to use an accent, but I wanted Edwin's mother to sound uh, smoother and more loving and and kind. So I switched to something that resembles um, the accent I grew up with in Virginia, and I think it worked. I had to practice I mean, I used to I used to just switch back and forth between standard uh, American and Southern accents all the time because my dad didn't like to hear Southern accents in the house, and so I would kind of drop it at the door, and and uh, and and my brothers did too for to to a great extent. Wow. So it was fairly easy to, to bring it back up, but to be consistent was the hard part. Yeah, it's uh, we had a couple of other actors say that they're not sure if you know they slip in and out of them sometimes. So, but that's that's the beauty of, of recording multiple takes and having yeah. as many chances as you want, right? So, yeah. Well, anytime I'm around someone with a southern accent, it feels natural to slip back into speaking that way myself. Um, but I don't want anybody to think that I'm making fun of them, so I try real hard not to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I could do it all I wanted to, and I think after erasing and re-recording, I've, I've done it fairly consistently. Well, uh, uh, we haven't gotten to actually hear uh, yet um, your performance. Could you show up in the uh, sort of, I guess, the, like the second half of the show is when every yeah. other shows up. And yeah. we've heard the uh, up through the exact first half of the show so far. The other ones are still in production. So oh, okay. I, we heard your audition, though, and it was it was great. It was uh, I think it was unanimous between Susan and I and our co-creator and Jared and everybody. But, yeah, you just you sounded really, really great and very wonderfully momish. So. Oh, well, <laughs> funny thing about that <laughs> yes did you draw on any experiences there yeah well um yeah i've been a mom for a long time <laughs> so yeah i just it was just something that i felt i felt would enhance the role if i spoke in that kind of a voice because um i think edwin's mother really does love edwin and she wants everything to be right for him and I felt that con- I could convey that a little bit better with this soft southern accent than with my normal speaking voice. But I, you guys will have to hear it and let me know. <laughs> well, we certainly will. I mean, that, and everyone out there, you know, uh, we'll hear everybody's opinions after it's out. I'm sure they'll let us know. <laughs> yeah. Her fans aren't too shy. Ah, uh, so. yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, that's one thing that's really cool about Pennant is that you can talk directly to the people who are running the show. You don't have to go through 10 layers of flunkies and, and, and have everything you say filtered out by, by that. Um, well, we, yeah, we try to be out there and interact with people, you know. That's um, right. We're right here. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, I really, uh, I, I appreciated the, getting the part, actually. I thought it was kind of neat because uh, I mean, one of my brothers is a, has been a professional actor for many, many years, and uh, I thought, well, now I can kind of join the crowd. And my mother, <laughs> um, my mother was a, just a brilliant actress. She was in Off-Broadway in Summerstock when she was right out of college. And uh, she'd been acting since she was like three years old. So I thought, well, now I can do it too. Yay! Uh, family Yay. tradition. Yeah. 
Uh, there was something else I was just going to ask, and then it flipped out of my mind. I don't know. I was going to... Uh... I was going to ask if you reviewed the scripts, like, a lot, or did you just kind of go for it? Oh, no, I read the scripts all the way through, because I wanted to see what was what happening. Ah. And I didn't even start recording until I read it, read through the script carefully, at least once. Because you can't really um, react properly if you don't really know the context. So right. you guys are good writers, so it was kind of fun to read the script. Too. Oh well, thank you for saying so. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll you'll erase all my lines if I don't, right? <laughs> <laughs> this never happens. <laughs> um, it was almost there, and then oh, way to go. I'm going to hate myself later. That's preparation, folks. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't write this down That's ahead of time. Right. No, I think of it, and I'm like, oh, I'll just, and then I, yeah, I shouldn't trust myself. You yeah. really shouldn't. No. <laughs> no, you're not trustworthy at all. I'm terrible. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, other, uh, are there other places that uh, the Pendant listeners can find you out there? Now, this is like the first uh, uh, voice acting you've done, but uh, the, you have other you stuff out plug. there. Yeah, plug some stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, well, um, let's see. Uh, there's infmom.net, but there's not much there right now. That's my website that basically links to all my blogs. And uh, I don't know, can I plug my business website? Absolutely. Go for it. Oh, okay. Loganbooks.net, where you can find out where to buy all my books. All yes, two books. You, you have books that you've written. People should check them out. Yes, yes. I have two books that I have published so far. And I'm working on a third, and it's taking a very long time. Um, it's based on uh, my family's history. And I didn't really get started on it. I mean, really, really, really started on it till like two years ago. Um, it was <laughs> actually, it was kind of fun writing some of it because um, when I was working at the library, we were under orders to look busy all the time. <laughs> Don't be busy, just look, look busy. One of the ways you can look busy is to get a piece of paper and be writing down notes of things you want to put in the book. Because then you look like you're really doing something important when you're sitting there waiting for someone to come and sign into a computer or something like that. So I had a pile of these little notes that I, I turned into the book eventually. Well, it's a good way to get things done. Yeah, yeah. I know if I could just get my button gear and get the stupid book finished. I mean, I've got over 180,000 words written, but they're just no kind of order. Wow. Um, well, I've, I've written in bits and pieces over time. They're just individual scenes that all need to be tied together. And it's based on my grandmother's life, my mother's and mine. And uh, I don't actually know a whole lot about my mother's life, so I'm having to kind of make it up as I go along and try to make write something that my brothers won't come after me with or I'm an ax for <laughs> after, after it's published. But, yeah, that's that's my websites. And I'm on, I haven't been real active um, on any of my blogs recently. Um, I just kind of occasionally update something when I think about it, but I guess I haven't been doing too much thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you were putting all that energy into the into your brilliant acting performance. I that's sure. it. That's yeah. it. I'm, I'm into the acting. I'm concentrating on that, not doing anything else. That's it. <laughs> Going to have to um, try out for some more pendant shows. <laughs> uh, actually, I did, and I'm going to be in an episode of Tabula Rasa, which I think is cool. Excellent. Oh, great. So, yeah, I, I just got that notification, and so I guess I'm going to have to start recording more lines. 
<laughs> get the, get those done before the holidays. See, that's how it goes. Oh we, yeah, that's right. It's December twenty third, man. We I got gotta our, record mine too. Our hooks into people, and then they have to keep auditioning. That's right. Come back for more. More, more. Well, I have to find quiet time to do this, and it's kind of a problem because. Uh, the neighbors have a very loud grandson who's about, I guess, about eight months old, maybe a little bit less. And he screams a lot. And our houses are fairly close. And this is an old house, so we get to hear every scream. And uh, then we have the airplanes going over. And we have a neighbor across the street who restores cars, who's gunning engines and things like that. And then also, um, my son works nights, so he sleeps during the day. So I have to record without being too loud and disturbing him too that is a tricky maze to navigate no, no screaming yeah. then I <laughs> yeah well i did actually do some of the the anguished stuff um when he was not here <laughs> having breakfast out or something like that so i figured Ooh, this is a good time to do the stuff that requires me to be loud so that worked out okay gotta sneak it in when you can yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's not exactly a recording studio that I'm sitting in. <laughs> well, most of our, our um, actors have just, you know, they just record by their computers or some of them build little portable like cubes with um, memory foam inside or not memory foam, but that yeah, sound like that foam. Egg crate you, foam. I should stuff. know what this is called. I don't know what it's called. I run an audio company. Yeah, but we don't do that. I am so unprepared. I recorded the bedroom because of all the soft stuff on the bed. See? Oh, no echoes. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. I just bought a new laptop so I could go in and record elsewhere in the house. I hadn't thought about that. And then I hold the microphone the whole time, and then I have a hand cramp at the end. But you know, it works. <laughs> what you need is a throne to put your mic. I up. do need a throne. The mic needs a. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for being here. It was uh, lovely talking with you. And uh, you folks should stop by and check out her website and her books, and you will hear her this winter in Phantom Canyon. Okay, there's... Okay. Okay. Now it's... Hey, okay, it's working. Hey, all right. Okay. You know, I should have taken that time when it was stopped to think about what my forgotten question was. Oh, there you right, go. Turn it back on, but... Well, now, you know what? You can edit the <laughs> hell out of this. I'm going to have to. <laughs> well, you can always call me back if you remember. 